my children, I'm saddened, and I don't have words to explain what happened here yesterday. The pain I received when people that were given the task to come and report to me, they found themselves comforting me rather than explaining what is happening. But it can't be usual that we lose three children at the same time. It can't be usual that we find ourselves in the situation that we find ourselves in. But I want to extend my word of support to all of you, Banawaki. Remain strong. We've started to provide support to you those that were very close to the, ch to the three children. We've got social workers that came with us. Please don't be scared to raise your hand and say, I need help. Mm -hmm. You might not feel it now, but we'll feel it later. And it's much better that we give you the support that we need to give you. So to all of you, my children, remain strong. I hate it. I hate it with passion to lecture to you about death rather than your careers. It helps me to make you to accept death rather than accept the opportunities that we are giving you. So please accept my apologies, Banabak. Remain strong. You are not alone. You are not alone. Never doubt anything. Never doubt our presence. Never doubt the Creator. Because So I know it's very difficult. I know it's very painful. But know that you've got all the necessary support and we'll give you that support. That was Gauteng Education MEC Panyaza Lesufi speaking to learners at uh, Kanya Lisedi Secondary School in uh, Johannesburg, or rather east of Johannesburg in Rotanda. So for more of the details surrounding the deaths of these learners, we're joined uh, by our reporter on the story, Matlako Kumane. Matlako, good afternoon. So uh, this is such a gruesome story. Another senseless one I see is the word being bandied yeah. about. Uh, but let's just start at the beginning in terms of what you have established? What have you been told about how things unfolded uh, before the learners passed away? Yes, good afternoon to you, Sakina. Um, you know, today when we, we first went uh, to school, then we eventually got to the family home, and it's what we were told by would be the grandfather of the children, the, 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 their, mother's, um, their mother's father. He said that in the morning, you know, it was a normal, you know, morning like any in any home. Children need to get ready for school. Parents are going to work. Um, the mother was the first one to leave. Um, she got up, um, got ready for school. Uh, asked the, the father to accompany her. Said, Can we travel together? Because she didn't have transport money. The man, uh, the husband, then gave her the money. Then she left. Waited for the mother to leave. It was then where he then uh, mixed. Uh, I don't know exactly what is the, the correct chemical term for this or chemistry term, but alparin, the, the red poison that you find being sold on the streets. Uh, we understand that it's this that he mixed uh, into the energy drink with the, with the youngest child refusing to drink. Uh, and then the children 
suppose, proceeded to go to school, uh, where the first two then passed away. The third one was rushed to hospital. He passed away there. The fourth child is currently still in hospital. We understand that he's recovering. We also understand that then what happened is when the community started gathering, I suppose as they were piecing together what was happening, because these are all, you know, siblings, they're children of the same uh, parents, he then, we are told, uh, tried to kill himself by taking an overdose of, of pills, uh, when I think that trial perhaps wasn't uh, working fast enough for him. He then took a, a bottle uh, and he tried to slit his wrist, slit his stomach, uh, slit his throat. Uh, he was then also then rushed to hospital where we understand that he's recovering. He's clearly recovered enough because uh, we understand that the family says that they've then also went to ask him, you know, what happened? Um, because as far as they were able to piece together, there was no major fight that had taken place. And when he was uh, splitting himself, he then took the picture of the wife and put it on his body and covered it with a jacket. That, that is what we have been able to piece together so far, Sakin. And, of course, it, it raises more questions than answers, I would imagine, at this point, uh, Matlako. And um, as you say, uh, at this point, everybody is searching for a motive. The mother of the children, mm-hmm. I can only imagine how distraught she must be. Um, has anybody been able to establish from her, if at all possible at this stage, what possibly could have motivated the husband's actions? Uh, you know, Sakina, what what uh, she was? This lady was just just crying, like you said, um, distraught, not really. I think also perhaps I suppose overwhelmed, not knowing. It's not a, a, a situation that any parent really wants to wake up to to understand that three of their children just you know killed so senselessly. But also, um, she, according to what the father, her father, is able to tell us, the grandfather of these children was that there was nothing out of the ordinary that had taken place within the home that she could specifically point to, uh, you know, that led to the, this man. What we were then told was that it seemed like it was something that he had planned because he hadn't been to work for the last four days. Uh, because even after he did all of this, he also fed the family dog poison as well. He also killed the family dog. Uh, so it's, the family saying it was premeditated as to exactly what was you know what triggered it? Well, nobody seems to be able to have an, an answer because we understand that even the father cannot give an answer except that he says he's sorry. So where is the man now, uh, Masaku? He's, um, we understand that the father was taken to hospital after he also now tried to kill himself after seeing the community gathering at, at his house. Uh, but he is recovering. They understand that there's obviously uh, police investigations that are going on um, in you know, with what happened, and I suppose he will eventually have to face up to that part of, of his actions where justice must take its course. Uh, but he's, he's in hospital because we understand that he's recovering in, well enough to be able to speak. Hence, um, he's apparently apologizing about what he did. Now, um, three of the children have since passed away, two of them at school, one on their way to hospital, and one, uh, we understand, was in a critical condition. Uh, Let's just start with the one who was in critical condition. Is there any update on his condition? 
The update on the child that was uh, in, in critical condition, the family says that it looks like he's making progress. That's what they're being told. He's at, uh, I think, Telem, uh, the old Natal Street Hospital, Telem or Rani Hospital in uh, that phosphorus area. But when I said that he, he seems to be making uh, progress because he was transferred, I think, from uh, a local clinic and they took him to that hospital. So that seemed... Uh, you, the family saying that that the you know the, the medical team is telling them that he is making progress. It looks like he he he'll be all right, but um, you know it is poison, so you, you never really know what you're really dealing with. That that was the explanation that we got from the grandfather. And just finally, uh, two of the learners died at school. And we heard of the MEC addressing uh, learners at uh, the school, but. Have you been able to just get a sense of how learners are feeling? How are they coping at this stage? The learners, um, they are, you know, children and children, but um, they, they, they have been sent, uh, the, you know, the psychologists and social workers have been dispatched to both schools. One is a primary school and the other one being a high school. Um, they are, you know, dealing with, them at, with, with whatever emotions, but so far it was a normal school day. You know, they have does not seem like they were any interruptions. Um, okay, besides the fact that the mother works at one at Khanyali uh, uh when this happened, that she was also there. But other than that, it seems like school is still going on. We also heard the in the clip the MEC encouraging children to, even if they they may you know probably in shock right now, should they at any point feel that they need help, they should come should be able to come forward and um, get the necessary assistance that they may need.